0: In episode 45, we have a Christmas themed the say what battle and a Christmas themed amen battle. Don will lead us in a discussion on what's distracting us at Christmas time. We'll share our favorite Christmas song or musician. We'll have another rousing truth in tunes trivia. And we will seek to answer the question what is the most amazing thing about Christmas in Fix Your Eyes? Welcome to Six in the Mix. Link. A band of brothers talking faith, family, sports, and politics. Join us on our journey. Hey, we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we welcome you to episode 45 of Six in the Mix. As a reminder, please drop comments, topic suggestions on our Facebook page, Six in the Mix podcast, and find our videos on YouTube. Uh, Our last podcast, episode 44 with Andy Hudson, was our most watched and shared episode. Uh, And Six in the Mix is really excited for all of you to see what 2022 holds. So I just encourage you, please share with friends uh, and family uh, who need to laugh and be encouraged to pursue Christ. Um, We're we're having a great time, and hopefully uh, this is helping you along your journey, Uh, again, with some laughs and some uh, spiritual encouragement as well. So, all right, guys, we're going to get into the week that was and um we've got two battles and they're christmas themed so uh say what battle so there's no shortage uh like of uh of crazy or zany sound bites that we could have listened to and i could have lined up probably 20 of them uh in the last couple weeks that have just been you know off the wall but i thought that a christmas theme would be most appropriate as we get the privilege of listening to these zany uh zany goofballs year-round um but christmas it comes but once a year so Here's what we're gonna do for Say What Battle. We are gonna pit popular characters in Christmas movies and see which one said the most crazy or ridiculous thing. So we've got four different Christmas movies that I pulled from, and we'll kinda of, kind of pit those uh, characters against each other and, and see uh, see what you guys think, all right? So here we go, Christmas themed Say What Battle. What? Sidewalk!
1: sing and they'll sing and they'll sing 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 and the more the Grinch
2: thought of this who Christmas sing the more the Grinch thought I must stop this whole thing why for 53 years I put up with it now
3: I must stop Christmas from coming
2: what you talking about mister <laughs> Are there no prisons? Uh,
1: Prisons? Uh, Yes, yes. uh, Plenty of prisons.
2: (laughs) And the union workhouses, are they still in operation?
1: They are. I wish
2: I could say they were not. The treadmill in full vigor? Very busy, sir. Good. I was afraid something had occurred to stop them in their useful course. I wish to be left alone. I don't make merry myself at Christmas, and I can't afford to make idle people merry. I support the establishments I have mentioned. and Those who are badly off must go there.
1: Many cannot go there. And, uh, well, frankly, many would rather die.
2: Then they had better do it, and decrease the surplus population. What are you talking about,
3: mister?
2: Uh, I'm gonna kill
1: that kid! You're missing some teeth. Where? That's
2: where I go to. My go to. Kill
3: him! I kill
0: him! Or Shove a nail through his foot. First thing I'm gonna do is bite off
2: every one of these little fingers, one at a time. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Your lip's bleeding, George. Yeah, I got a bust in the jaw in answer to a prayer. A little bit. I'm worth more dead than alive. Now look, you mustn't talk like that. I won't get my wings with that attitude.
3: You just don't know all
0: that you've done. If it hadn't been for you...
3: Yeah, then, if it hadn't been for me, everybody would be a lot better off. My wife and my kids and my friends. It would have been better if I'd never been born at all. What'd you say? I said I wish I'd never been born. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man?
0: Uh, Alrighty, so... <laughs> which one of those was the say what battle winner?
1: Man, I, I, I'm going to go with, uh, with Jimmy Stewart there. Um, yeah. and we, uh, actually it's just funny. Cause we actually just watched that, uh, yesterday mm. and, uh, and, uh, yeah, my youngest and I sat down, I said, okay, we're going to do this. Got to watch it through at least once. <laughs> she said, uh, and, uh, I think, yeah, she liked it. She, she thought it was good, but, uh, but yeah, that, I, you know, and, and that, and that movie amazes me because I don't think it did very well when it first came out. Right. No. I don't think that movie did a, did very good at all. And uh, that's some heavy, heavy material. They are trying to cover in that movie and it's, it's spot on right now. I tell you what it's, it's a, it's good stuff. So, so yeah, I'm going to go with old, old Jimmy. He's man. He knocks it out of the park every time. I swear that guy's amazing. <laughs> He's special.
3: Yeah, Don, I'm with I'm with you. I, I've just got I've got such a special place in my heart for that movie. But his character and just how he plays that is amazing. Um, I, I have never seen. OK, you guys, may I don't know where this, you know, but the animated the second animation uh, one obviously Scrooge, Right. So so when did that come out? What what is that?
0: Yeah, so that's 2009 and it uh, was voiced by Jim Carrey. And I think it was, I want to say it was Disney. And okay. what was interesting to me, so we watched it probably a couple of years after it came out. So the girls were younger and it has a, it's a, has a bit more scary approach to it. Like it's a little bit more intense. So, Darker, we, yeah. Yeah, so we turned it off and we hadn't watched it again until this year. Obviously they are quite a bit older. We still kept Ruby out of the room, but what I was surprised with, it was very faithful to the original text like it really tried to capture it. It didn't, it, it didn't go off script you could probably tell a little bit by, you know, what he was saying. Um, yeah. But it was it was really incredible. So it's a yeah, the Disney version of A Christmas Carol that's well, animated. I'm gonna
3: I'm gonna watch that because yeah. uh, I, I mean, just by that clip, I was like, man, that is yeah. that is Yeah, that's authentic. That is great. Yeah. Anyway. It was good. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I agree
2: with both of the guys. I was actually curious uh, about the same movie I think Jeremy referenced. I, that was a new one to me. Um, but I will agree that as we're looking at the ridiculousness of the statements uh, with uh, Jimmy Stewart they're talking about, it'd be better off if, if I was never born. That's, that's, mm. pretty, uh, that's a pretty dark, dark place to be. Um, we hope to never see anybody around us with that mentality. Um, so I, I think that was, uh, runner up for me was talking about the prison population and just kind of let them all die and, uh, kind of take care of the surface population of the world. That was, that was a close second for me.
3: Yeah. I'm starting my Christmas break, break, watching that dark movie. Pretty pumped. (laughs) It'd be great. So so Matt, Matt, you're telling me I shouldn't have my four or five, five five-year-old watch it it just it depends on
0: how much they can handle it's well, it's, it's pretty intense they get
3: scared pretty quick so yeah i, I, I would I'll save probably... it till
0: they're a little bit older yeah. all right all right yeah. all right save it till 10 11 12 maybe but yeah so yeah it uh, as i was looking back at this i was like man i kind of picked some dark things to talk about like we're talking about like,
1: <laughs> merry christmas, stopping everybody. christmas
0: from coming we're talking about <laughs> letting people die off who can't you know, can't make it in this world we're talking about killing a kid and then we're talking about taking your own life. So maybe this wasn't the best Christmas theme, but uh, maybe it's an encouragement to go watch those movies. Cause in the end, I think most things work out, but um, yeah, th- those, those are some fun ones for sure. So, all right. I think, yeah, I think Jimmy Stewart won against a wonderful life takes the cake there. Um, all right. So we've got an amen battle and this one is not uh, it's not going to be uh, sayings. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's actually going to be music. So uh and hopefully I'm not stealing anybody's thunder here because we're talking about favorite uh, favorite Christmas songs or musicians. But I think one of, if not the most famous Christmas song of all time is Oh Holy Night. And there have been a variety of renditions. And so I picked five. Uh, we're not going to listen to the whole song, but we're just going to listen to like the climax or the apex of the song at the end. Um, and then just give a give a thought on which version, uh, which version is best. And because it's music, I don't. And Ryan, I'm going to have to apologize to you. There's not Larnell in the middle of each and every one because it's music. So it'd be kind of weird to have like Larnell breaking in, you know, and then kind of going back to Oh Holy Night. So we're just going to let him go kind of in succession. And uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about that. All right. All right, so here we go, Christmas-themed Amen Battle. Oh ah. thoughts on which one uh, would get the most amen from uh from your side
1: wow I
3: I mean how can you not amen that last one I mean yeah David Phelps and yeah you did you did steal a little bit of my thunder but that wasn't my number one for the later on segment but I did write him notably down there is no way you can go through Christmas without listening to that and just hitting the repeat button on that and just as loud as it can be in your house or wherever you are. Yeah. My goodness, that guy, but I'm going with Nat King Cole. I, that just that classic rendition. I, that puts me in the best mood. I mean, instantly it, I just, it it just, it just sets me straight when it comes to Christmas. And I love that old classic. What, What a phenomenal, phenomenal tune. Yeah, it's
0: interesting. You, if you take a look at the other ones, they all they all went really high at the end. But when you have such an iconic voice like Nat right. King Cole, you can right. just. I'm just gonna straight sing it, and I'm gonna yeah. own it, and he I'm done. gonna just nail it, like and it was, let people just be in awe.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah I was I was I was going with Nat King Cole until uh, until Phelps showed up, but yeah. uh, but but yeah, yeah. I just love Nat King as he he just is so smooth there, so smooth. I love that that rendition he has. Uh, I'm sorry, I apologize. I was having some technical
2: difficulties and so I caught most of those songs, but yeah. um did I see Meatloaf in there? <laughs> well, I, That was Meatloaf, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if I don't know if it's my connection or I th- I thought I came back on and I could have sworn somebody looked like Meatloaf singing Oh Holy Night. Are you talking about the guy with the
0: blue cape? Yes. Yeah,
2: somebody was that
1: was amazing.
0: Yeah, well, I I hadn't heard of him really either, but like I listened to him, I'm like, man, I love this guy's voice. His name is Jonathan Antoine. I'm I'm thinking he's from Britain, but he, he I I heard the rendition and he had the cape, and I'm like, I got to include it. Like, I mean, he, he's got to be in the mix.
1: Oh. Bring the, bring the cape back. Bring the yeah. cape back. Thinking, Where I do I buy
3: the cape? The whole the whole time I'm like, Aslan is singing. Like, this is awesome. us. <laughs>
2: Oh, so okay if, if that was not meatloaf i'm gonna give a shout out to my friend justin and i will he just told me the other day david phelps oh holy night is by far the best christmas song ever sung so i will in honor of justin i will vote with david phelps partially because i i was again having some technical troubles with the other songs <laughs> and i saw Mahelia, i saw, saw neck and cole mm-hmm. um and then Meatloaf, or Jonathan, Antoinette, and then um,
0: David Phelps at the
2: end, right? That, that's a pretty good summary of what you showed, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. he had Gro- Groban at the start, which was like, at that's a, like yeah. a ninety. I think it was like a nineteen ninety nine version,
3: but uh, he's got an amazing voice too. Yeah, he's got he's got an amazing voice, but you you hear one song, you've heard you've heard them all to me. I mean, it's just the, yeah. His his voice, you know, he doesn't do much with it. I I don't know. I I just. Yeah. I used to, I used to kind of listen to him a little bit. And then I just, I got, I got bored with his voice. Phelps, on the other hand, I don't get bored and I get goosebumps every time I hear that, that song or for that matter, most, most of the songs he
1: sings. Jen and I went to one of his Christmas concerts, man, back in the day. When, oh, and my. yeah, it was, it was, it was nuts. It was, it was nuts. I was one of the better Christmas concerts I've ever been to, but uh, I will say I was just at King and Country, and they put on an incredible performance. So for Christmas, it was fantastic, just fantastic. So,
2: so Don at the Groban concert, I have to ask you, did you get bored with his voice halfway through?
1: No, not Groban. I was at uh, Phelps.
2: Oh Phelps, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: I've, I've not yeah. I've not heard him in concert.
1: Yeah, he was yeah. On, he was unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it's and I, and I guess I I kind of unfairly weighted it toward Phelps because I gave him a lot more airtime, but how could you <laughs> not? Like when you yeah, dominate you, like that. Like you just got to you just got to respect, you know. I, I couldn't just have it be the the last part. We had like, the build up to it was just It's funny, we a couple years ago, well probably like 4 years ago now, I played that version at work. So we had about I don't know, six or eight people huddled in my office and most of them were in tears at the end it's that like there's something oh, yeah. about it like he's got that angelic voice and it's just the power of it it just brings the emotion it was just that that's what music is that's what it's meant to that's what it's meant to do and it was just uh that was one of the most special times listening to that song because it was at work and you know the hr manager's you know breaking down crying and i you know it's it was just uh it was it was pretty special so uh, yeah anyway uh, one more, uh, one more Christmas theme one. So let's say we had a, if we had a Christmas decoration lights battle between us four, like our houses outside and inside, um, who would win, who would be last. So you got to think about like, if we pitted our houses, like maybe on a scale of one to 10, you know, would, would people like driving by be like, Whoa, they really, uh, they really like Christmas. Do you think, uh, who would win this battle between us (laughs) four? you think?
2: You're not going to ask me what color my Christmas lights are again on my Christmas tree, are you?
0: Yeah, you can divulge whatever you want to divulge.
2: Uh, I, I think I think people driving by would probably give us a four out of ten.
0: Okay.
1: You have lights outside? We do. You do? Wow. Like uh, like what? You know, lights on the bushes? Uh, Rudolph the red Reindeer coming down the?
2: I'm going to say around the garage frame and then around the door frame. And then we have some some special sun charged lights separately from whatever you plug in on our outside tree, just going up the trunk. And then we have one of those; uh, they they shoot up the images onto your garage. Yeah, the projectors, so the, the 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 light projectors. Oh. We have yeah. one of those. So and uh, so, I don't know, maybe four and a half out of ten. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like six seven to
3: me, man. Ryan, I'm in. Uh, I'm actually I'm actually surprised. Although, did you do any of it, or was this all? The nope. ladies. I,
1: I, I didn't do any of it. Okay. I think the light projection uh, pieces are are cop outs. I think it's I think it's a cheat. Yeah, it's, it's a I, cheat. Oh
2: really? You think I lost uh, some points? Because no. no well, talking. no, because you you, 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 you
1: put you got your cheat code. That's I mean typical yeah. Ryan. He's got his cheat codes ready to go for any video game you play against him. And so yeah, he's gonna pull <laughs> out the projector and throw it. In I can himself. just see him. So you're oh, telling me if that. I just
3: push play, then we're all good.
1: Okay, <laughs> i just gotta plug oh, this my. in that's it hey, <laughs> and okay. it's just gonna light right. the house up.
0: i love the projector idea it's oh, great man. very festive very yeah,
1: festive projectors hey. that's that's cheap that's but, don,
2: but don that's our only chance to really get uh the true message of christmas a, a christ-related message uh peace on earth goodwill men is what our
3: projector says. Yeah, and
1: throw so- out a manger scene. Yeah, yeah, you'll get, a, you'll get a, a good message when you just throw out the manger scene. Come on, man.
3: Mm. I'll give you a five when you go to some store and get a pallet and hack it all up and actually make a manger <laughs> and put baby Jesus in it. Put some lights on it and you actually build it. Only I'll a five? A- I become a carpenter and you're only giving me a five, a one yeah. point boost? Well, we'll see if you do it. <laughs> no. I don't even think it's going to happen. Yeah. See, we I,
1: can I I can't put a manger scene out in my my, my neighborhood. It'll it'll be gone the next morning. So. Wow. I oh know. yeah, that's <laughs> right.
3: Wh- why?
0: Because people <laughs> are woke, but they're yeah, woke man. around here, I mean, man. They ain't gonna handle.
1: They
3: ain't having none of it. They can't handle right? that. Okay, really? hold on. Time out. So it's just a quick <laughs> quick story. On Friday, our school had Christmas parties, and so I was in charge of some of the upper level Christmas parties, and so my wife. Thank the Lord, she's in in my life because she she plans all of it, and I just show up like I know what I'm doing. We did this coordinated like event where you had we took these vans and we just piled people in there and just took these big 15 pastor vans all over the place, and we had to do all these challenges. Well, one of the challenges was to find a nativity scene and take a picture with all these students in it. So we go to the local Catholic university that's in town. Baby Jesus, because of the windstorm, had fallen out. My son, true or false, grabs it, cuddles it, and is holding it at a major intersection. And we're just (laughs) like, oh, man, this is not going well. I turned and looked at the people who are at the intersection. They were mortified. Like, what is this? What are these guys going to do to vandalize it? So I quick snapped the shot. We take off, put Jesus back in the cradle, got out of there. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It was great. That's super.
2: So he, he was not seen as a hero by um, really picking up a lost baby. He was seen more as a villain by. Yeah, the, I the think people so. Passing I baby. don't
3: think people were really, really appreciating our trans- trespassing and then taking a photo and actually handling baby Jesus. And it just happened to be my son. And then I have photo evidence of it. So that's, that's, that's also great. <laughs>
0: Oh anyway. wow! All right, so Ryan said we're saying four and a half. Maybe we'll raise them to five with the projector. In my mind, what uh, what are you what are you guys at? Zero. If anybody drives by,
1: they they probably think I'm an atheist or something. I don't know. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> but uh, but we do. I mean, we put up all the stuff inside. We got the we got it all lit up inside. We got the big uh, Department Fifty Six uh, town to see, you know city displayed out there, and mm-hmm. you know we love that. We love get putting that up and and uh lots of snowmen and and lights and stuff like that trying to make it nice and cozy inside so so we're uh we're more of an we we have we did well i took out all the bushes that i usually put on put the christmas lights up so that's going to be my excuse because i got rid are. of the bushes so <laughs>
0: i i also got rid of some bushes but i never put lights on them but i'm still going to use that <laughs> as an excuse we we actually, have, we have friends in the neighborhood that uh, you have kids, you know, are little Ruby's age around, you know, six, five, four, and uh, they've all done really nice stuff. Like, I mean, it's not like you're, you're, it's one of the top things in town, but it looks really nice. And they got a, a lot of stuff up and every time Ruby goes by, she's, you can kind of like, she so you're like, oh, that looks so cool. And then she drives up to our house, which same mm-hmm. thing, Don, like inside you come in, it's festive, yeah but yeah. outside it's like, I just got the porch lights on or the you know, front step lights on. So I, I got to, I, I've been told I need to step up the gate game Next year, so we do have a projector. Uh, I don't know if it still works, but uh, I thought that'd be too chintzy just to throw that out. I need to I need to strategize for next year, but that's uh, that's on the agenda. So give me a two. I'm at a two.
3: Yeah, Matt, I'm with I'm with you. I'm at one or two. We just did not have we did not have energy or or time at all really to put in anything outside. And we usually do the whole front with icicle lights. And then we do the top, the top uh, two second story and then the bottom story and then all the, all the um, uh, garland and the the greenery around all the railing and stuff. We went, we went to buy, you know, this, this greenery and we bought, my wife buys it and it was in this big hoop and we just undid it. It was the junkiest. It was just this tiny, it was these tiny little sticks put together. It just looked horrible. So she actually draped it up. It looks worse with it draped up than it did just without it. I'm like, uh, I'm not even putting lights on. That. <laughs> so yeah, we're at a we're at a one, maybe maybe wow. a two. So I, inside, I am, inside looks great. We've got three trees, and um, so we do it we do it up inside.
0: So I am shocked. I actually, Jeremy, I would have picked you to win, um, and Ryan to come in last place, probably with me. But Ryan actually just smoked all of us.
3: Yeah, I did. He really did. Well done.
0: Christmas spirit thank
3: you I will
2: take this victory and I will hand it to my wife for yeah, doing exactly. all the work yeah,
0: exactly yes. <laughs> there you go <laughs> give credit where credit is due all right one last question uh in in this first part uh how much do each of you love Joe mansion this Christmas
3: <laughs> <laughs> a lot
1: the guy finally uh woke up or something I don't know what is let's see yeah He's more, he's, he's worried about the inflation. I hear that's, that's his big uh, his concern now. Praise the Lord. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was, it was great, you know, cause it, uh, it seemed like the, a lot of the, the uh, the liberal folks had thought he was going to sign on, you know, he was pushing back, but they were going to work something out. And I think he went on to probably, probably I was an insult to injury, but he goes on to Fox news <laughs> to share that he's not going to, He's like, I'm done. I'm going to Christmas break. I'm out of here. They were fuming hot. Oh, man, it was so I mean, they're like it, it was it was not I mean, they were losing
3: their minds. I just uh, saw a few photos of Bernie Sanders. And man, I don't think that guy that guy's head is is brighter than Rudolph's nose. I mean, he is lit. Oh, man, he was mad. <laughs> <laughs> you're right swearing up and down it was oh what a guy so
2: so with his decision they're going to christmas break it's it's dead right now correct
0: yeah yeah wow. i i believe so i think the only thing that uh, bernie mentioned is that he wants to try to bring it to a vote so he actually does vote no to kind of just you know get it on the record type thing but uh it was it was being hailed as like yeah this is a, a major loss from an agenda side so yeah, I the only the
2: only headline, I mean I saw a couple of headlines that talked about it. I didn't read anything, but um it said the White House sent him a seething letter and I, I didn't didn't read it. And I thought, really? Wow, they, they torched him. I mean, he comes from a very conservative state, so it, it makes sense. I mean, you have to be a democrat at least and say, Is there any logic and sense to what he did? Yes, there is. Um, so I kudos to him for representing probably what's in the best interests of his people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So any, anyway, that's our that's our, our little political thing for Christmas time. But we're we are thankful for Joe Manchin I amidst mean, all the other craziness that's going on. I'm sure we'll get into that in the new year. But uh, anyway, going to toss it over to Don.
1: Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, distractions uh, during the Christmas season, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this Christmas season just came up out of nowhere on me, um, and I can't imagine I can't believe it's already you know, it's less than a week and away already. And we're, we're already, we're already into the the Christmas. And so um, I don't know, I was just thinking um, what is the major distraction? Do you find what, you know, what's your major distraction that you have about Christmas? I mean, is it, is it something that that is nagging at you and, and keeping you from enjoying the season being able to reflect on, on the birth of Christ. Um, and I, and I'll go, and I'll be honest with you for me, it's, it's always, always work. I mean, I am, um, you know, it's funny because I've got this, I feel like I've got my dream job right now, even though I don't feel like it is because here I am, I'm working from home. Um, I work with fantastic people and, you know, it's, you know, yeah, it's the work. The, you know, the work I do is the work I do. I'm not gonna, it's not something I'm, I'm married to by any means. So, so, um, but it's, 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 it's it's a decent paying job. and, 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 but man, it's, I'm telling you working from home, you know, is now every day you wake up and you see your work, you know, it's like, you don't have that separation. So when you work from home, it's just like, you wake up, oh, there's my computer. There's my there's my, there's my monitors. I uh, might as well get on, you know, I mean, it is nice. You can, you know, do a meeting in your PJs, but, uh, but at the same time, it's just like, it's, it's it. And with work just always being, um, constant, it just seems like it's like a, it's always seems to be a distraction to me. And, and, uh, um, I am looking forward to, uh, we get, what, Monday, Tuesday, I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I have uh, the, re- the rest of the time off until the new year. But, uh, uh, but even when you have the time off of work, you know, you feel like uh, you, you could just hear the emails mounting up in your inbox as they, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and when you have to turn your computer back on and, and you, and then when you see it every day, you're just like, well, I could just jump on and knock out a couple emails here and there. So I don't have to be overwhelmed when I get back in on January, 2022. Uh, so I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I'll,
2: I'll go next just because I'm in a similar situation. Uh, The Erie and Don with working from home, I I certainly understand that. And I, as you can tell, I'm in a different location tonight. I'm I'm in Oklahoma, and of course, uh, being able to work from home now, I've I just brought my laptop and I'm gonna actually work many days over the next two weeks. Um, And and it's not really a distraction, but I almost like the fact that I'm not gonna get overwhelmed with emails uh, if I minimize my my PTO over the next two weeks. Uh, but for me, I, I would say the biggest distraction, which is kind of bizarre as I think about it historically over the last two years, is actually COVID. Um, I, I really was hoping that by this point in the year, uh, transmission was going to be down. We could gather normally with, with people um, without any threat of of an infection. And it just hasn't been the case. And I've been so eager to hear news and try to keep up with what's going on. I think I think that has really distracted me, whereas last year, as we were in the first year of COVID, um, <clears throat> we, we really minimized a lot of what we did because of it, and yet I was able to focus even more so on what really counted uh, at Christmas time because of that. But this year, I find myself in this weird place where I'm, I'm so interested in, in the latest news, what's going on, why are all these people uh, who were vaccinated uh, eight months ago now coming down with the infection, what's going on with this new variant? And uh, yeah, uh, frankly, I hate to admit it, but that that has been a distraction for me, and I, I I'm I'm kind of frustrated by it.
3: Well, I'll I'll take a stab at this, and, and I don't know if you guys can resonate with this, but um, I get I get because I teach. We have we have a two week basically a two week window where we're we're out of school. We don't have I really don't have to come into the office at all. But I do, you know, same with you guys. You, know, you bring the lap, laptop home and there's always things that you could do and prep for classes and other things. But here's what here's what distracts me, is, is trying to meet, you know, you've got this time off and my family and, and my wife have like this, it's like this expectation of what, what it's supposed to feel like and be like and just, you know, all this Christmas spirit and everything. And I'm just coming down off, you know, teaching these young people for a long time and my head's ready to just explode so the biggest distraction for me is like this balance of trying to rest and just you know get my sense wits about me again and meeting the expectations that my family and wife and all you know everybody else has where they they just want to just let it ride have a great time and all these activities are going to be great. We're going to see this light show. We're going to go to this, do this and that. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm kind of there in it. No. <laughs> and it's not because I'm a Scrooge. I just, I know that at some point you're going to do all this. And in the van ride, somebody's going to, you know, do something stupid. There's going to be something said. We're going to have, you know, we're late for this parade. We didn't get out. The, you know, we forgot the blight. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, it distracts me. That even in the downtime, we just fill it with all these things. And I I just I, I I hate not meeting those expectations. And then it crashes at the end of that. Cause when you don't meet the expectations, then everybody's ticked. And then you're like, all right, well, let's have Christmas, doggone it. Let's yeah, let's, just right. let's pray and give thanks for,
0: for for God's gift to us. And, <laughs> and it's not about
3: at- the presence. The Did you Jesus in a manger
1: come on you mean you, you, don't, you don't you don't uh get your uh, santa santa suit on and and jump down the chimney every christmas for your kids
3: no well i have an active chimney i actually have to burn wood so um <laughs> that would be a problem for me but i do you understand what i'm saying though i just I I, i'm I do, distracted yeah. by this like expectation level that i know is possible to meet out there but it's like in a perfect world and i just know that you know it's going to fail at some point. Not that I'm not going to try, but I I'm just distracted by that. So anyway, that kind of ruins Christmas for me a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's, uh, it, it's, it's more about the finances and, and money. I think this is one of the tighter times of the year financially, and I'm sure that's not unique to our family, uh, but money is an area where I tend to be anxious and stressed. Um, you know, God in his grace has made specific provisions and helps this Christmas. So that stress and anxiety is probably at one of the lower points in our family's history. Um, you know, these provisions are not necessarily in the form of money, but rather in little ways. Uh, where only he can stretch a dollar a paycheck to support um, a large family. And and one of the specific areas has been challenging is our vehicles, which had been fairly reliable in years past, uh, have taken a turn to the more unreliable side. And we've been kind of working through that. and I know Jeremy, you can relate to that. Uh, you've had some recent things uh, with, with Vans as well, but, but even in that, you know, God has kept us safe and uh, gotten us through. And I'm just reminded about the importance of trusting God uh, and honoring him with every choice that I make, um, knowing that he's for me and that the largest debt that I could ever owe uh, was paid at the expense of his son. That helps me keep the material things of life in perspective. And it's, it's funny, you know, what you mentioned, Jeremy, about like trying to, you know, kind of rush and do things. And if you don't do it, so we had, we had bought, you know, Casey had brought up, Hey, we, we, we have, we, so we're members at Akron zoo. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cool zoo to, to go to. And they had like a lights thing. So they light up the zoo. And so for a fee, you can go take your family and walk through the lit up zoo. And it's like, it's not a huge expense, but it was just about 50 bucks. And this was a couple weeks ago. And, um, you know, and I'm getting geared up to go it's Saturday. Like we are going, we're going well, one of, you know, I think little Ruby wasn't feeling too well and the, and it was super, it was super cold. And of course the older girls don't want to go, but in my mind, I'm like, I paid money. We are going to this. And, and, and I'm like, forcefully we're doing this. We're doing this. And Casey's looking at me like Matt, this is not going to work. And I'm like, we're going. And she's like, we're not going. And so <laughs> I, I understand that stress because, you know, and I'm trying, I'm thinking in my mind, well, you wanted, you wanted us to go but I'm missing the whole point that, you know, things changed. It didn't, it didn't work out, you know, and, but I want to go, and I've got to make this experience. And yeah, there is pressure to kind of kind of do that, but yet recognizing what does the family need. And when I get worked up about stuff like that, that never, that never helps. You know, I'm not showing love. I'm showing I'm, I've been impacted. I've been inconvenienced and that uh, that's not what it's about. So. All righty. Well, good. I think that was good. And again, interesting. All four of us had a different a different angle uh, to kind of hit it from. You know, Don and Ryan a little bit the same uh, initially, but you know, uh, I think we had what work, COVID, just the the expectations around that and finances. You know, so I, I think yeah. uh, amongst those four, I think uh, people can you know uh, our listeners can find something to relate to.
3: All right, Jeremy, why don't you take it away? Yeah, so we had a little precursor to some of those maybe favorite Christmas songs or artists that were out there with some of the some of the selections that Matt gave us, which were excellent. However, there's probably in the uh, the variety that we all listen to uh, some different some different things that are out there. So what we're going to do is we're going to throw out there your favorite Christmas music. It could be a song, it could be an artist um, maybe even an album, I guess. And, uh, we're just going to throw it out there to see, see where we land. So I am really curious to see how this is going to play out just because of the eclectic, um, music that we all have and, and the variety that's out there. Uh, so who wants to jump in? Let's, 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 let's run with this. Oh, looks like Ryan's
0: going.
2: Yeah, I'll jump in just because I have a, f- a few different ones to mention. I don't want to forget them while they're in the top of my head. <laughs> so um, I will say typically our favorite CD, I'm just going to categorize our favorites here, is uh, acapella family Christmas. That's yes. a family tradition in our house. So we yeah. either play that uh, in our living room during the holiday season or bring it with us in the vehicle. Um, I'd say more recently, I've really enjoyed a, a lot of Pentatonix Christmas music. Uh, some of their songs. I mean, they're so talented, uh, but there's there's this positive joy uh, in a lot of their music that I appreciate. I also like uh, David David Phelps' rendition. I know we listened to Oh Holy Night earlier. I really like his rendition of Live Joy to the World, which, if you recall, is my favorite hymn. Uh, we often sing it at Christmas time. And then one sh- one special shout out that kind of is one of those throwback songs that makes me feel like oh yeah this is the time of year right now and that's uh, andy williams happy holidays i don't know if you all know that song it's just kind of a legendary <laughs> song you'll hear walking through the store but uh, th- those are mine
1: i love andy williams man yeah that guy had some good stuff oh he was good just so smooth yeah i love that guy well don what about you <laughs> And I am all over the board. It's, yeah. it was, this, this is so hard for, to narrow down. And it's like every Christmas, I just, you know, it goes from one end to the other. Um, uh, You know, I think, I think when I think of Christmas music and um, what gets me into the mood of Christmas is whenever I start hearing the crooners, uh, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby. Yeah. Um, when I start hearing those guys, uh, you know, start starting to, to, to warm up, that's when I know it's we're we're in, we're in the thick of it. And, uh, um, probably one of my favorite Christmas CDs is the Harry Connick, the first Harry Connick, uh, Christmas. Oh, CD. Yeah. I love that one. <laughs> All right. Um, that,
3: that's, a gr- that's a great, that's a great yeah, selection. Don.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, and I like, uh, like that Ryan mentioned pentatonics. cause yeah, this year it seems like I'm, 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 uh, I'm listening to a lot of pentatonics. um, a couple of years ago, it was, I don't know if you guys heard of voctive um, uh, they're like, uh, a, uh, a acapella, uh, uh, mixed ensemble group that, uh, that is amazing. And they've got some great Christmas stuff, um, yeah, that, uh, that I've, that I always seem to really like, I, I love the acapella Christmas stuff, whether it be yeah. choirs and, or, or groups and things like that, um. Also to note, though, I did see that uh, it's the 30-year anniversary of Mary, Did You Know? I wow. saw Mark Lowry uh, interviewed on Newsmax uh, a couple days ago, and he was talking huh. about that song, how, he, you know, when he wrote it and stuff like that, how it, I think it was originally wrote for a, a a, a church musical or something like that i don't know what it but i mean it was just it was just really interesting and mm-hmm. and he says and but the interesting was the thing that he said was is it's is not about mary it's about the birth you know it's about jesus christ and he she's like he's like i don't want people to think that that song is about mary it's about it's <laughs> it's about the wonderful wonderful gift that jesus christ was to to this earth so so yeah. I just thought I'd, I'd love, I mean, and, and to be honest with you, Vactive has probably the best oh, yeah. rendition of Mary. Did you know? Yeah. Hands down. And Mark Lowry okay. actually sings with them. Yeah. It is. And okay. it is odd. Of, I got to check dialogue. it out. I've got to check a, that out. It, is. it, is, it great. is. Okay. It's probably the best. It's probably the, it's, it's the best I think in, in my mind of the best rendition of it. Okay. Uh, so so yeah. cool. Cool.
0: Well, I'm sure it's not any surprise to you guys. I've got a few runner ups. Um, <laughs> from a song side uh but some of the the first two are kind of silly but grandma got run over by a reindeer and percy the puny poinsettia we we listened to those a lot as a kid and and just really had just really had fun with them um and i
2: I think what was the second one i'm sorry i i know i know the grandma reindeer song but
0: percy and the poinsettia percy the puny poinsettia have you not heard that one it's just what a great yeah what a great what a great great song yeah it's about perseverance um it's about you know stick-to-itiveness and then just the right match at the right time it's it's uh it's iconic
1: it's a very theologically deep song yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely right
2: okay. Right. i'll i'll check it out is it p-e-r-c-y, percy?
0: i believe so yeah yeah ah, okay. oh it's got a nice little lilt to it you know you're just kind of swaying with it and That's you right. i mean you really feel the emotion of percy and uh, he really goes through ups and downs and you know, in the end, well, I, I won't I won't spoil it for you, but it's uh, it's really pretty special. Okay. I'll so check it anyway, out. those are still those are still runner-ups. Um, and then it's interesting, the song that was sung back at uh, you know the Christmas music out. Don, you'll probably remember this at Fourth Baptist. Uh, I I love the song. How how should a king? Brilliant. Come? Oh, yeah, and, 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 and we had kind of like the orchestra with it, too. And it just I love the questions that it asked, like, you know, hey, how, how should it, how, how does a king come? Um, that was I really that was probably one of my favorite ones from a, from a Christmas musicale. Um, and then uh, I've always loved John Rutter's Gloria. If you've not listened to John Rutter's Gloria with yeah. the orchestration and the singing, mm, that's a, that that is a must have. Uh, but it may come as no surprise to you. Uh, that Ryan and I mentioned, at least the same one. But my favorite song is from acapella's family Christmas called A Tiny Child. And I love that song because it, it compares and contrasts the fact that Almighty God would, would come in the form of a tiny child. And that's the chorus. The chorus really just kind of goes back and says a tiny child, Almighty God is kind of comparing that. But I love the bridge and they, they do such a great job. And I'll link this in the description. But I just want to read through the read through the bridge because it really is powerful um, to, to, to really think of what God did for us and how we responded to him. It, it, the bridge goes like he came to the people, the son of man. He was born of the people. He became a man so that the people could be free and so that we could see he lived with the people. He blessed their lives. He blessed the people. He broke through time and the people nailed him to a tree. They crucified him. And it just You know, you know, for for me, it's the it's the recognition that the incarnation was amazing, but it was leading to the crucifixion and it was leading to the resurrection. And that song so encapsulates that it just the awe of the incarnation and what that meant uh, um, was was pretty incredible to me.
2: Boy, that's you're right. That is a great song. I, I'm kind of surprised when you said the Acapella Family Christmas album. You didn't mention Little Drummer Boy. I thought that's where you were going next. Do you remember that time we were in Marshall, Minnesota, and we heard it for the first time?
0: Yes, I I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's that's a very it's it's very solid rendition too. But t- a tiny child always takes it takes it for me. Sure, no doubt.
3: Well, those are all great selections. I do. I also have a few, um, and I don't know if any of you. I don't know if any of you have heard of this one particular album have any of you ever heard of the group First Call First Call First Call was back in I want to say the 80s baby and my mom had a cassette tape that we abused and it was called An Evening in December and they did a lot of vodka. it was all a cappella most of it was at least this this particular album was I Love that that cassette. I mean, it is, and and we put it on a a CD, and then we put it into our you know our iTunes and stuff, so we've got that downloaded. But uh, it's just great, and it's just simple carols, and there's nothing flashy about it. It's just what we have always listened to. So that that is one that just kind of always comes to mind. Um, David Phelps, of course, was was is always been you know for me one of the the highlights um but for me i i grew up and and we had a lot of glad and i know glad isn't you know a cappella, and i know that they're you know lip syncers no way however no way they're so good the the one song that glad did that i i just i get goosebumps every single time and that is kind of like what you're saying i know where you're Um, going I know the song uh, you're going with. In the first light. Yes. Is what, what they sing. And it just, they they move this this acapella and then they just go up with their voices. And it's just like,
2: mm.
3: uh, hear the angels as they're singing. Ah, yeah. the morning of his birth. And I remember with my, my Walkman and my big old earphones plugged in with the like 12 AA batteries that I needed to run that stupid thing, hitting play, <laughs> flipping the tape around. Re- rewinding it and I had it timed down I can figure out exactly how long and then I'd flip the tape around shove her back in and hit play again and I would be able to listen to that just over and over and over again I loved that I still love the song and uh that that just really gets me juiced up about Christmas and the season and, and the reality of it so those are my uh those are my additions
0: that's a great deep track, Jeremy. I had forgotten about that song. Uh, I really love that one too. Thanks for bringing that one back to memory. That I gotta, I gotta go spin that one. It's been a while. That's a that's a wonderful song. That,
1: that was the good. first CD I ever bought was a Glad CD. Is that right? Really? My first CD, my first CD I bought was a Glad CD. Yeah, because I thought I gotta hear this on 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 compact disc. It's gonna sound yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh man! Uh, what a special group Glad is. <laughs> <laughs> well, all righty. Well, I think uh, it's time. Ryan, are you ready? Yeah. Truth and tunes trivia.
2: I am ready to uh crank up some T Cube for you guys. I, I've oh, I've got it on uh nice. because I'm traveling. I've got a pen and paper today, unfortunately. But oh, are, cool. are you guys ready? I I think I think these are all questions that you guys can get tonight. I really do. Oh, good. Questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You move up we to the, the we've got,
1: we've, we've got, yeah, we've got all the acapella, uh, dropped drop mixes in, you know, the cues are up, ready, ready to go for, for Ryan and Matt to, uh, got all, <laughs> got
3: all the lyrics. ready. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's so funny with, with be, Don, when the tables fantastic. occurred on him,
0: he's real, he's real salty about it. But when, <laughs> when he, he's working that with Ben, it's, it's funny how that's normal. It's funny how it's accepted. Have you thought about a job in politics? There, Don.
2: <laughs> oh, special indeed. All right, so we've got we've got three questions tonight. So uh, again, as a reminder, your name is your buzzer, and please answer in the form of a question, as this is a Jeopardy format. Yep. Uh, the first the first question will be a truth based question. Uh, so if maestro is wants- a truth-based
0: question <laughs> yeah like is that true false or
2: what, what do you mean a truth-based question well, so the, the, the title of the segment is truth and Tunes." so truth refers to scriptural
0: and oh, okay
2: okay tunes would be music and that's where matt okay. likes to not have the music playing in the background oh,
0: that's right yeah that's so- right good good thanks for prep that thanks ryan
2: you bet you bet so <laughs> Here, here, here we go. Question number one. Uh, maybe we'll have music. Maybe we won't. I don't know.
0: You guys can hear it? You got the music? Ah, hear it. There, there you go. Beautiful. All
2: right. These are the two names that Jesus is mentioned as the son of, according to Matthew 1.1. 1, 1.
0: Matt. Matt. Son of God and son of man. What I'm... is
2: oh thank you for that but i'm sorry those uh, answers are incorrect
1: ooh, jeremy, that's...
3: <laughs> Jer- jeremy i heard your name go ahead what is what is, what is son of david and jesse um oh so close uh
2: you got you got one of them right so i'll give you a half a point
0: Do so i hit like both dingers at the same time
3: yes please <laughs> perfect nice story, story of my life <laughs> great at coming in at second place in everything <laughs> hey i i i bombed thanks this, ryan thanks you man. at least got it <laughs>
2: all right don don do you have any uh any idea what matthew 1 1 says in terms of uh oh,
1: Jesus what is the son of two uh what is son of david and son of god no son of bam Ooh,
2: good good try but i'm sorry that is incorrect the correct answers are son of david and son
3: of Abraham. Oh, abraham.
0: son of david and son of abraham that is correct matthew 1 1 Oh wow, yeah I, I it was for me it was a shot in the dark i do not i'd have to go back and see that verse i don't i don't remember what that was yeah. jeremy nice job yeah you got yep got a half point that's right
2: so that's the uh, chapter where it goes into the genealogy yeah so i suppose right, that yeah. would be a good right. uh, a good hint there mm-hmm. okay all right so that's question number one the other two uh are tunes related and so uh, matt i'll leave it up to you if you want to play music or not uh no but here's... can do <laughs>
1: <laughs> understood
2: understood <laughs> it's only it's only fair isn't it
1: that's it that's it <laughs> question We'd like two. to keep things fair around here definitely want to keep things fair around here
0: yeah we do <laughs> My simple mind. You guys are being kind to my simple mind. I can't do two things at once. I cannot.
2: All right. These are the number of words in the chorus of "Angels We Have Heard on High." Don. Don. What is one?
3: Matt.
2: Incorrect. Matt.
0: Well, a sec. I got a sounder. <laughs> what is the number four
2: incorrect
0: what Jeremy there is no Jeremy, way. Jeremy. hold what
2: on sir. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy what is three incorrect the correct answer is eight Gloria in excelsis Deo Gloria
0: in Excelsius Deo well the same words
3: <laughs> it's the same <laughs>
0: i I didn't say unique words did i what was the question what was the question read the question again
2: yeah these are the number of words in the chorus of angels we have heard on high that's
0: legit i i should get a half point because i just didn't double it i had the right i had had i just doubled it i was right right at least give me some cred there and i get a half point
1: i not get no half point for four well yeah if it's eight
0: if, if don multiplied by eight he should get a point too right (laughs) <laughs> he should get an eighth of a point i should get a half a point
1: i was you halfway there the He was i don't
2: know uh,
1: oh,
0: that was man. a good yeah that was that was tricky <laughs> okay. that was tricky I, I
2: i really wasn't trying to be deceptive i just thought of that song and that chorus and i thought hmm, if they think it through i think they yeah, can get right. this one
0: yeah so, so just didn't i didn't remember that they repeated it or else i would have had it
2: Okay, so far, Jeremy's got a half point. He's leading the pack tonight as we head to question three. I'm
0: pulling for you, buddy. I'm pulling for you. Do it.
2: We need you, Jeremy.
0: Finish the year off strong, buddy.
2: That's right. This is the last one of the year, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Could be. This Christmas tune includes the following lyrics. This gift of God will cherish well.
1: Oh, no. What? Oh, I'm no. giving Jeremy an opportunity.
0: You I think what? I know it. I think I know it. But you had any shot there, Jeremy? I,
3: I don't have a clue. This gift of God will cherish well.
0: Well, I just, I, I think I know it, but I'm not sure if that's the title of it. All right. Matt. Yeah. Matt. Uh, what is how great our joy? That is correct.
2: Oh, oh yes. That is correct. How great that's our joy. That's a good one. Joy. Good job. Yep so i think it's, that's in this i think there are two verses in that song and that's in the second verse so you you got it you got it right so we had a nail biter hmm. matt with one jeremy with a half and don with one eighth tonight so well done <laughs>
0: <everyone>. <laughs> solid <laughs> everybody placed everybody's on the podium love it everybody. <laughs> oh brilliant. man yeah it, uh, solid All right. All right. We're going to move into a fix your eyes. We're going to just ask, uh, ask one question and uh, let each of us interact with that. What's the most amazing thing about Christmas to you?
1: For me, I was going to, I'm going to have to say um, amazing. Most amazing thing about Christmas to me is the beauty of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I say the beauty because I think of, when I think of Christmas, I think of, especially living in Minnesota, I think of the snow, I think of, um, uh, the lights and everything like that. And, and I want to center in on the lights because I think that's what makes the, one of the things uh, of beauty of Christmas that, that stands out to me. And I think it's so symbolic because Jesus Christ came into this world, um, as the light of the world. And, uh, and I just love, um how majestic and peaceful and beautiful, um, lights are in relation to the Christmas season, because no matter if it's, if it's a, if it's a brisk morning in the, in the, in the, in the winter months, or if it's at night and you've got those, those twinkling lights, there's always lights surrounding that, that scene. And it penetrates darkness, just like Jesus Christ penetrates, our hearts and the darkness is, is, you know, it's, it, you can't, it can't be, you know, when the light shines into the darkness, it just dominates it. And then I just love the, the idea behind the lights of Christmas and um, the beauty it can reflect on, on, on the season, because I just, it's, it's one of the most, it's one of the most special seasons of of the time of year for me um, just because of, uh, and I love the beauty of it. I, that's, that's all I can say, I think. Well cool. lights,
0: yeah, lights are amazing. I I I can't wait to see what that star looked like that on that night that he was born. You know, what you know how how God did that and what that looked like. That 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 light that you know kind of heralded the light of the world come to come to save us. That's great. What's the most amazing thing about Christmas?
3: Yeah, for me, I I I tend to enjoy. Yes, the message and what that means, you know, self-ivically to me. But I, I also really appreciate the fact that Christmas still, in many ways, causes people who don't even believe in God um, and don't have don't have that that uh, maybe background or or even that thought, but for whatever reason, Christmas kind of just pauses for, and I think the pause is getting smaller and smaller uh, moments of time, but it, it it causes people to pause for just a moment and think about what it is. And whether it's a Christmas Eve service, or carolers standing in the, you know, in the grocery store, or, you know, uh, somebody singing, or a concert, or something, there is just something very unique that that happens emotionally, which translate to this physical state as well, um, that that just causes that little point of pause. And to me, that's a really, really unique thing about Christmas that you don't get anywhere else and any other time, unless it's something like, you know, war begins and, and the president speaks and says, we're going to war or we have won a war or, or something major. Um, and we've had lots of major announcements and and I to, to me, that's all scrambled, you know, mess and static. But one thing that cuts through and pierces through all of that um, is Christmas. And I, I just enjoy the pause, whether it's a store closing and not being open on Christmas morning or or, you know, uh, listening to um, uh, Paul Harvey on the radio, uh, you know, in the Christmas story or whatever it is. It, there's just something about it that that causes it. And I, I know you know, what the ultimate cause is, is Christ, but I love the fact that it does that to most people, and um, that 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 still, to me, is like an awe, awe, awe moment, and I, I hope that continues on for as long as I live.
2: Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. I will make mine relatively brief, but that is quite a question. What is the most amazing thing about Christmas, since there are so many uh, amazing things about Christmas, but I, I guess where I landed was uh, to me, that is when the greatest message of hope and joy uh, was ever delivered um, at, at the original Christmas. And um, what a message that is still for us today. You think about the, the world we live in, and people, and I alluded to this earlier as I try to keep up with what's going on with, with um, scientific discoveries related to the, to the pandemic, um, but people are dying for hope and they're dying for joy and they want to hear this whole thing is over. And yet at Christmas, we get the message that God has become man, the Messiah, the Savior is here. And whether you have COVID or not, you can live eternally if you receive that gift. And no doubt when the angels announced great joy, um, (laughs) maybe an understatement, maybe not, considering the messenger, uh, the angel delivering that and causing great fright upon the shepherds. But I'm just thankful for the message of hope and joy, uh, that we can still deliver today, uh, behind the, the story of Christmas.
0: Yeah, that's great. I, I think, um, you know, for me, it was, I'm just going to share some verses that have been meaningful to me. And I, and I think you know, probably all of us, you know, at some point are, you know, whether you're doing an Advent reading or maybe just listen to a, you know, a devotional podcast or sermon podcast, there's been, uh, things about uh, you know, different um, angles and, and thoughts on Christmas and um, two verses that stuck out from Hebrews are Hebrews 2, 14 through 15. and I'll just read them and just share a couple comments. Uh, it says, since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things that through death, he might destroy the one that has the power of death. That is the devil and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. And what was what was interesting to me about these verses is you kind of have similar to that a tiny child song is you have the recognition that um, birth happens but the purpose is not just the birth or to, to bring some type of earthly kingdom it was we're, we're going deep and we're going to save them spiritually and um, to save mankind God had to die as a man uh, but also to save mankind a man had to had to be God and die for us you, you, you couldn't be Uh, you know, one or the other, it had to be both. And that incarnation is that blessed mystery and union uh, of God and man, our Lord Jesus Christ. And he partook of that flesh and blood. Uh, And the purpose was that, you know, through death, he might destroy the one who has the power of death. And I think that's sobering because the purpose of his birth was to die for us. You know, that manger turns quickly into a rugged cross. And through that death, we are really and truly free. And I think Um, the amazing thing, again, for me at Christmas is that God would, you know, humble himself and and, and come down and live and and be able to go through us. You think, I mean, he's our advocate in heaven, you know, and he knows what we've been through, right? He was tempted in all points like as we are yet without sin. So we can come boldly before the throne of grace to find, you know, mercy and and grace in time of need. Uh, It's just just amazing. And so uh, the Christmas story kind of starts the reminds us of the story of Jesus and then obviously as we head into um the Easter season in several months uh just it, it's just amazing how that's linked and that that was a plan from eternity past that's uh that's some pretty incredible stuff so really good thoughts on the amazing part of Christmas so that is a wrap on episode 45 uh, with a special Christmas focus and we want to wish everybody a merry christmas and a happy new year and this was the 19th day of December year of our lord 2021 This was Six in the Mix talking faith, family, sports, and politics. Find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast content. Review us and leave a comment. Visit our Facebook page at Six in the Mix Podcast and comment on what topics you'd like us to discuss. We are also on Twitter at Six in the Mix Pod. Join us
1: on our journey.